0: What's going on, guys? Thank you for joining me on Episode 7 of Mic'd Up with Mike, the official podcast of the Sunday Day Fantasy Football League. I'm your host and commissioner, Mike Nemeth, and Week 5 is in the books, and I'm not going to lie, Week 6 snuck up to me pretty quick this week. Uh, I did honestly just today. I just realized it's Thursday. Uh, we got the Eagles and the, the Giants tonight in the Meadowlands, I think. Um, should be a pretty good game. I mean, both teams seem to be... Uh, I don't know, underachieving at the moment. I think both teams are better than what, what their record shows, but uh, I think tonight's going to be a battle uh, between both of these NFC East teams. And to be honest, the NFC East is still super wide open. Uh, even if one of these teams loses tonight, um, they're definitely not out of it, uh, even though they would have still have a losing record. Um but if the Eagles win, obviously that's a, that's a big win for them uh, to move up into first place, I believe, in this, in this division. Uh, so big game tonight with a lot of, with a lot of uh, good fantasy guys going tonight, so it should be, it should be good. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much of an intro today. Uh, really, like I said, snuck up on me. I really wasn't uh, prepared for much of an in- intro. So we're just going to hop right into some news and notes. Okay, uh, news and notes. We're going to start off uh, really glad to see, finally, Aaron Rodgers having a big week. I know this is what owner Mike Garraway wanted out of him. Uh, 442 yards, three touchdown passes. He did have two fumbles, but uh, he still scored 28.7 fantasy points against the Detroit Lions, which is um, a nice division matchup for him. Uh, He has San Francisco this week. I would imagine he's probably he should be in the upper twenties again. I think that's a very good matchup for him. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, I know he the, his last couple weeks have been disappointing, uh, at least for him. But uh, he he definitely should have a big week and, and did have a big week in week five. Um, but yeah, I mean every week and if it, every week should be a good week for Aaron Rodgers. I mean he is he is the I don't want to say the goat, but he is uh, definitely up there um drew breeze we have drew breeze on a bye this week um so uh all dogs go to get cut probably won't be playing him i think he is moving on to baker mayfield for the week um tom brady another one another legend another goat who had a very good week as well i know i've been talking some shit on him but he finally uh you know Put it all together. I know it was against Indianapolis, which is a pretty weak defense, but he did throw for 341 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 27 and a half fantasy points. He goes up against Kansas City this week, um, which I imagine should be another decent week for him as well. Uh, that should be a fun game to watch. I think uh, two two really good teams um, going head to head. Andrew Luck, another big week. He he. that's two back-to-back nice weeks for him, 365, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 22 fantasy points. Uh, he goes up against the Jets this week. I, I expect a big week from Andrew Luck. Um, I know a lot of people aren't high on him this week going up against the Jets' defense, but I, I actually think that, that they're going to have a pretty good week. I believe T.Y. Hilton is coming back, um, and if not, uh, Eric, Eric Ebron seems to be uh, making his way up the – the latter for targets on that team as well, so uh, I like Andrew Luck a lot this week against the Jets. Um, the two, the two guys that that I really want to look at this week, as far as the quarterback position goes, is uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers. I think those two guys should also have some pretty big weeks. Ben's coming off of a, a decent week against Atlanta; they got their win, and that's really all that matters. He threw for three touchdowns, had twenty-one fantasy points and Philip Rivers is uh going up against the uh the Cleveland Browns and he 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 had a pretty decent week as well threw for two touchdowns. Um those are two guys that I that would I would expect to have a pretty big week. Um and then some other guys on this list here obviously we have uh you know Carson Wentz going tonight against the Giants. Um really I, other than that I'm not really too high on on anybody else. One guy I would like to touch on, though, and it'll be interesting to see how Team Knox works with this, uh, Alex Smith just had a down week. I mean, 13 points, threw for one interception, fumbled the ball once, uh, didn't throw for any touchdowns. I mean, that's a pretty down week for him. Um, he's going against Carolina this week. Not sure what the play is there with him. Um, and to be honest, he's been pretty mediocre all season long. He's averaging 15 points a week, and, and that's really about what you can expect out of him at this point. Uh, I really expected a lot more uh, from him going up against New Orleans this week, and he just did not uh, produce. So uh, Alex Smith is a question mark for me. As far as injuries go, I don't know if we had any injuries, big injuries to um, any quarterbacks this week. So we will go ahead and move on to the running back position. Uh, James Conner, I mean, it'll be so interesting to see what happens when Le'Veon Bell comes back in uh, week week seven. That is their bye week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, this guy, he had 21 attempts uh, at running the ball and ran for 110 yards, two touchdowns. He had four receptions out of the backfield for 75 yards. He scored 34 and a half fantasy points. I mean, it's a big question mark right now for me. I mean, if I was a James Conner owner, what what do I do next? I mean, <clears throat> he could have value uh, after week seven, or he could have no value. And it just really depends on, um, well, is Le'Veon Bell in shape? Is he going to come in, and is he going to take over this, this team? Or or uh, are they going to continue working Conner in, into that? I know a couple people have come out and said that they, they would like to see Conner still playing, but... Um, just from what I've seen in years past, when when Bell comes back from from these uh, these getaways from the NFL, uh, they go straight to him and they feed him, and he gets ninety five percent of the touches, and and that's that. And the other guys, I mean, you saw in the past with D'Angelo Williams, he played great, he was killing it in fantasy, and then all of a sudden Bell comes back, and and he, he D'Angelo Williams is irrelevant, and you know i'd hate to see that from james connor cuz i think he's doing really well but it's definitely something to think about uh but he had a very good week against um the atlanta falcons and he goes up against cincinnati this week which could be a tough matchup but i think i think he should still be uh especially it's his last week it's his possible last week he he's going to want to get some points to um deplete his case for staying at staying in that starting spot and getting continuing getting the touches uh Isaiah Crowell had a very big game 15 attempts on 219 yards and one touchdown one reception out of the backfield he scored 30 points uh, against Denver and I really don't see it slowing down against uh Indianapolis I know he's listed as questionable right now not quite sure what his injury is at the moment but uh I mean if he's good to go and he's healthy I I just see him shredding up this in the uh, Indianapolis defense, but uh, Isaiah Crowell had a very large week as well. And, and he, he's actually been playing pretty decent this year uh, besides two games. I mean, Miami and, and then obviously Jacksonville where he was pretty much irrelevant. But uh, for the most part, I feel like I, I really didn't expect much out of Isaiah Crowell. So the fact that he's averaging 15 points a week is a pretty is pretty good from in my book. Uh, um, and we always talk about him. Todd Gurley, another great week for him, three touchdowns. Um, 77 yards on the ground, 36 in the air. He had 40 recept- four receptions, um, 33 fantasy points. And, you know, I said it before, I'll say it again, if he gets 25 or less, it's a bad day for him. And uh, let's see, he's averaging, you know, 27 points a week. So um, big day for, for Todd Gurley, and I, I expect that to continue. I don't see that slowing down against Denver for sure. Um, Saquon Barkley actually did a lot better than, than he usually does. I mean, he was, I said 22 and a half plus or minus two, but he scored 28, almost 29 this week. Um, he had a nice touchdown from Odell Beckham, uh, that, that wide receiver pass all the way across the field. Um, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest going back and watching it. It was a, a nice trickery play. He had four receptions out of the backfield for 81 yards, two touchdowns going up against Philly tonight I think he's going to absolutely eat tonight and uh you know I think it's I think tonight could be I think tonight could be one where you stack if you're playing da- daily fantasy football uh and you're doing the Thursday and the mo- well the Monday and the Thursday uh I definitely think you might want to stack uh, Odell Beckham, Eli Manning and maybe see if you can squeeze Saquon Barkley in there. I think I think the Giants are going to have a big night tonight not saying they're going to win, but I think they're going to have a big night um as far as fantasy stats go. Um so definitely take a look at that. Jacksonville decided they are going to sign um oh god, what's his name? <sighs> I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Used to play for uh Charles uh Jamal Charles and uh with TJ Yeldon in that backfield, Leonard Fournette hurt and Corey Grant going down. They bring in Jamal Charles. I'm not saying he's going to play much. Um, who knows if he's even in shape? I have no idea. But they did sign him, but TJ Yeldon had a very good week. And to be honest, I mean, this guy has just been killing it lately. Um, he's averaging 17 points a week, and in his last two weeks, I mean, have been really good. And so he's going up against Dallas this week. Um, I, I do expect him to have a pretty good week against Dallas. It's at Dallas. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I mean, they, they really have no other option at the, at the running back position, even with Jamal Charles there. I just don't. I just don't see him getting a lot of playing time. Uh, so, so I, I like TJ Yeldon a lot this week. Um, some other guys who who did pretty well this week, David Johnson finally had a, a week over twenty points that was a big week for him. Mark Ingram coming back from his suspension he had twenty one points uh, that was a that was a big thing and you know what he really did limit kamara 's work and uh, I know i mean we shouldn 't read into that too much, but i mean if if that if any if that any of that continues this year i mean kamara 's worth will really drop i mean he i think kamara only had nine points this week um i think i got that here actually no i'm sorry kamara only had 6.9 points this week and i mean he he was definitely limited and uh I, i heard he might be banged up or whatever but look the the saints have no problem passing the ball they really don't they have no issue with throwing the ball they did have an issue with running the ball, and Mark Ingram brings that back. When Mark Ingram is in, those defense have to be worried about the run. They cannot just sit back and wait for the pass. And, and uh, it clearly showed that that he still got it. And he the the four the four weeks off or the yeah the four weeks off uh, definitely didn't slow him down. So um, really interesting to see how that dynamic works out moving forward. Uh, but I mean, if Kamara if Kamara becomes limited, that that can be a big deal for the uh, Kamara Sutra team. So, uh, something to keep an eye on. Um, <clears throat> anything else? Uh, you know, I keep looking at this, and every week I see, I see this guy at the top of the leaderboard, kind of. I mean, he's not at the top, but he is ranked the number 15 back in um, fantasy football. Austin Eckler. This guy, playing behind Melvin Gordon can't be easy, but this guy is making the best of it. He's averaging 14 points a week. He's a perfect flex spot uh, for for many fantasy teams, and he's been getting a ton of work, um, and he's been getting a decent amount of touchdowns. I mean, he has uh, three touchdowns on the year, and it's been been a good year for him, and I really did not expect that out of Austin Eckler, so um, good to see him playing pretty well. And I meant to mention this earlier. There was a trade in our fantasy league, uh, and I think it was a big trade um, for both teams. Uh, they both got their needs. Now it just depends on how well those needs uh, continue to pan out for those guys. And um, But there, uh, Team Knox received um, the Chargers defense along with Jarvis Landry, which will be a nice spot for his flex. Um, and he gave up Naheem Hines and the Bears defense. So he gave up the best defense in the NFL right now, who just got off their bye week. Uh, so um, the Harrisburg Cougars, or actually now it's Kavanaugh's Triangle, will not have to worry about them going on a bye. And uh, yeah, I mean and now and, and Kavanaugh's Triangle is in a rough spot looking for running backs, especially with James Conner's situation coming up. Uh, Dalvin Cook really not working working out for him as the number one pick. It would be nice to see um, if Naheem Hines can continue his production and, and maybe get you know low to mid teens every week. Uh, Marlon Max coming back, but um, Kavanaugh's triangle did pick him up as well, so he does have uh, the handcuff if things do go wrong and and Max starts playing really well. But uh, I think it was a good trade. I think they both got their needs um, without having to. Uh, really screw their teams over, uh, I guess, is is essentially what I mean by that. Um, Landry has been playing well, but he has not been uh, a number one wide receiver by any means, Um, and I know people have said he gets a lot of targets. Yeah, he does, but, uh, um, you know, it's what you do with those targets, and he really hasn't done much through five weeks of the season, and when you think about it, week six uh, this week, I mean, we are – Almost halfway through the fantasy regular season at this point. So, moves needed to be made, um, and, I, and I did like that trade. I know a lot of people didn't, but you know, there's always a winner and there's always a loser in the trades, and, and we'll see how that pans out moving forward. Um, at the running back position, as far as injuries go, um, hold on one second, I think I got it here. Matt Brieta, oh yes. Matt Brieta, uh, he's he's ruled as questionable. Look, I mean, I don't think he's going to play. I would find it very hard to believe that he plays. Um, he has a high ankle sprain, which those can be tough to come back from. Uh, so don't count on Matt Bri- Brieta to be playing this week. Uh, Corey Grant, we already talked about him. He went down. Um, they brought in Jamal Charles, so... Uh, I think that might be it for the running back position. So let's go ahead and move on to some wide receivers. Okay, so the wide receivers we have, uh, right off the bat, I just want to bring up these two guys who uh, were on the injury list um, and definitely definitely two guys you want to keep an eye on. Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup, they were both listed as out with a concussion um, in week five. I have not heard anything on how the... The protocol has been going, uh, but definitely something those owners will want to keep an eye on. Um, And if they play, obviously you want to play them. But uh, I know we've had some mix ups with people who were injured and being put in the starting rosters. We saw that this week with Kamara, or uh, not Kamara Sutra, um, Kavanaugh's Triangle uh, played, um, he played Geronimo Allison. Who had a concussion was ruled out for the game and got him zero points and essentially probably got him the loss this week. And uh, I know owner Mike Garway was very upset about that, uh, missing that right before the one o'clock game started. Um, but yeah, these two guys are are for sure guys that you're gonna want to check out uh, all the way up until game time and see and see it really are they playing or are they not? Because um, those are those are two big guys and especially as well it goes well with. Um, Jared Goff, I mean, if he doesn't have those two guys playing, uh, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, Robert Wood's production, Jared Goff's production, um, Todd Gurley's production. I mean, those guys are going to have to really step up because Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup are very uh, important to that offense. So I just wanted to get that out of the way before we talk about some wide receivers. Um, Odell Beckham, he was the number one wide receiver this week. He had eight receptions one hundred and thirty one yards a touchdown, and he also threw for a fifty seven yard touchdown um, he has thirty one fantasy points plays against the Eagles tonight. I already said i think he 's going to have a big game uh, again. I think the giants are i think i think it's the Giants and Eagles are going to put up a lot of fantasy points tonight uh with both players i mean this division matchup has always been a good one, and when you go back and look at it, i mean crazy things happen in these games, and I just think uh I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, and I think there's going to be a lot of fantasy goodness in it. So uh, Odell Beckham, great week from him, and I expect it again. Devontae Adams, uh, very good week. Very good week. from It was his best week by 10 points, which um, well almost 10 points. He, I feel like when he is on, that whole team is on, Aaron Rodgers is on, everybody's playing well. He had nine receptions for 140 yards, uh, and one touchdown, and um, like I said, I mean, when, when when he's playing well, I feel like that whole offense is just moving. And when he's off, that offense just seems off to me. Um, I think he is he is the game changer as far as moving the ball downfield. I mean, Aaron Rodgers can do everything he can, but uh, you know, he needs Devontae Adams to be to be working with him. Um, so I I think it should be another. I already said Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big week against. Uh, San Francisco, and I think uh, Devontae Adams is going to is going to be right there with him, having another big week. Um, Antonio Brown, Cincinnati, this week uh, should be a good game for him. Him and Ben finally look like they are are playing some ball together. He had twenty eight fantasy points uh, in week five, so against a pretty weak Falcons defense. But um, you know they connected, and, and you know they got pumped up. So uh, I, I expect that connection to continue to to grow. So uh, Antonio Brown, I. Would hope he has a big week as well. Robbie Anderson. This guy has been quiet all year. Uh, he His first four weeks were 10 points, 3 points, 2 points, 3 points, and then he bust out a 27.3. But he only had three receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Pumped the brakes on Robbie Anderson. Uh, definitely not worth uh, playing. I don't trust it. Um, Quincy Anunua is still the guy there. Um... I don't think Robbie Anderson is that good. I just think he had a good week um, and, and that's really it. So uh he plays for Kavanaugh's Triangle and I, I would highly suggest probably not playing him. He is the epitome of boomer bust and and that's that's pretty much it. Traquan Smith, he's on a bye week this week, but he is available in our league. He had 26.1 points. Uh big game for him, but again, I would like to pump the brakes on him as well um ted ginn should be coming back from his injury soon um and i think he's going to take those targets away i think ted ginn is is the guy over traquan smith and right behind michael thomas but uh definitely traquan smith was a guy this week for the new orleans saints and if he does continue that it might be a guy to stash on your bench and see how it plays out but uh for now i want to pump the brakes on him um, and there were some other guys who had some pretty good weeks, Adam Thielen, 24.6, DeAndre Hopkins, 22.1, Stefan Diggs, 21.6, and Demarius Thomas, 21.5, and the week that the might go first to last, Luther Lightcap trades for him in a questionable trade, which we've all talked about, and I, to be honest, I, don't, I still don't understand that trade, but Demarius Thomas... Goes off five receptions, 105 yards, one touchdown, and I think it's one of those things. And I've always felt for, I always fell for it with Demarius Thomas when I've had him in the past, and I've traded him every single time. His first couple of weeks are weak, like they are weak, and, and and then I I did the same thing. I got rid of him. I, I said he's not that good, and then all of a sudden he starts he starts putting up some big weeks. And 21 is a good week, but I mean if he could stay anywhere between that 15 to 21 range, um, that is a very Valuable trade for Mike Go first to last because he didn't give up anybody of value in my opinion. Royce Freeman is not good. Uh, I mean, if he's lucky, I think his I think Royce Freeman's best week is twelve points, and I think that might be his ceiling. And so that trade, in my opinion, was a very good trade um, for Mike Go first to last, and, and it worked out this week. So uh, good for good for Demarius Thomas. Uh, let's see here. Kenny Galladay is on a buy. Um, but Kenny Galladay, I mean, this guy continues to just eat up points. He's averaging 17 points a week, um, and really, I mean, after this bye week, they got a pretty uh, nice schedule coming up as far as Miami, Seattle, Minnesota. The only two tough teams are really Minnesota and Chicago, and then and then after that, yeah, um, well, I guess it's still kind of tough. But I like Kenny Galladay a lot. Um, I. I don't know why I think um, the real Chug champs have been putting him on the bench uh, for the last couple of games maybe. I I forget off the top of my head, but this guy would be starting in pretty much all of my lineups every single week. So um, I know I tried trading for him, didn't work, but I I think Kenny Galladay is a stud uh, and I think he's going to continue to be one. Um, I don't really have much else to say about the wide receivers. Dante Moncrief got picked up this week by... Uh, the ice-cold Um Josh Gordon. I mean, Josh Gordon's still coming into himself in the Patriots. He had a touchdown against Indianapolis, two receptions, though, 50 yards. Uh, not the production you'd really want out of Josh Gordon, but um, he did He did play pretty well uh, as far as that, that, that play where he got the touchdown. Him and Tom Brady looked like they were on the same, same page when that play started breaking down. Jarvis Landry, we talked about him. He got traded to... Um, uh, the ice cold brewskis. Uh, so I don't really, Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Julio Jones. Um, he's averaging 18 points a week, but that's really only because he's had 28 points in week one and 26 points in week two. But I mean, he got shut down, uh, this week against Pittsburgh. He didn't have a catch in the first half of the game. Um, he had five or catch five catches for 62 yards. Um, I mean, he needs to have bigger weeks, uh if 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 might go first to last wants to continue moving up. I mean, they, they had a good week this week, but I you cannot trust Eric Ebron to continue to keep doing what he's doing, um in in Indianapolis, especially with Jack Doyle coming back and T. Y. Hilton. It's just it's just gonna be too many mouths to feed there and so you need Julio Jones, your workhorse, just to, to start getting you some more points than that. Um As far as wide receivers, that's pretty much all I had for them. So let's go ahead and move on to the tight end position, uh, which we, I don't believe we had any um, injuries or any important injuries. Uh, Let's see here. Virgil Green, ribs, nobody cares about that. Yeah, I don't really see many injuries on the tight end. Tyler Croft, oh, that was actually, yeah, this is a big thing. Uh, Tyler Croft got injured, and they did pick up, if anybody saw, and I think everybody did see, uh, Matt Langle, Langle the bangle, finally back where he belongs in Cincinnati. Um, It'll be interesting to see. I mean, he got put right onto the active roster. He's been on that team before. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him, how they use him, if they use him, or if he's just there to be a body on the sideline. We'll see, but uh, it, it'll be really cool to watch, uh, especially you know somebody that most of us have met or know, and um, uh, it's just nice to see you know uh, you know a homebody, a homer, uh, get up onto the NFL squads again and, and continue trying to uh, pursue his dream in the NFL. So congrats to him on getting that job in Cincinnati. Um, but as far as tight ends, I don't have any other big injuries on the injury report, so we'll go ahead and look at the. At this week's matchups, uh, Eric Ebron obviously he had a big week. He goes against the Jets this week. I already said I think Luck is going to have. I think Luck is going to have a big week against the Jets. I think Ebron should have a big week against the Jets, um, but definitely not thirty-one and a half fantasy points. Uh, I said last week. I said Zach Ertz. I said he's going to be the top, um, the top tight end in the in the league uh, this this past week, and he wasn't. He was the second best tight end in the league, and. Um, he scored 27 points. I, you know, I kind of saw this coming. He did go up against Anthony Barr a lot in that game and he did exactly what I thought he'd do. And that was pretty much make him look like a fool. Um, and I don't really know much about the Giants defense, but I could pretty much guess that Zach Ertz will probably have another big game. Um, he does show up in those primetime games. So, uh, it'll be exciting to see how, how he does. Austin Hooper, uh, big game from him. Sixteen and sixteen point seven fantasy points going up against T- Tampa Bay this week. Um, I like Austin Hooper against Tampa Bay uh, as long as he gets that stiff arm ready for like Vance McDonald to get did against that team. Um, I think he's going to have a great week. Uh, Travis Kelsey, kind of a down week for him. Fifteen points, but uh, you know, Pat Mahomes was sharing the ball a little bit. Kareem Hunt had uh decent a decent game. But he did have 100 yards, just didn't score a touchdown. Uh, I wouldn't expect that most weeks. I think I think most weeks he does. I think he has what three touchdowns and six three touchdowns and five games this year. Um, so uh, Travis Kelsey should have a have a nice week. Um, Gronk, I don't know. I just I don't know about Gronk. I mean, we're six weeks into the season. He's gone up against some pretty Easy defenses, besides Jacksonville, and just hasn't been. Besides Week One, he hasn't been what I thought he'd be. Um, I don't know. I mean, if it were me, if it, if I, if, it were, if I was the owner of the Grunk, of Gronk, I would probably be thinking, uh, can I can I can I dish him out for somebody of value, somebody who needs a tight end? Um, can I get him off my team and, and get somebody in there who who is going to put up more points? I mean, this guy just hasn't done it yet this year he has one touchdown on the season and really I mean he's averaging close to I don't know four catches a game like that's just not the Gronkowski we know maybe five catches a game I don't I don't even know that's just not the Gronkowski we know and and it's not the Gronkowski of past and it's just I for as weak as that offense was before Gordon and Edelman and all those guys came back I just thought I'd see more out of him and I haven't and uh, now that all those guys came back I just can't I can't high on Gronkowski I don't I don't think he's going to have a big week and to be honest I think this could be one of his worst seasons uh yet and I know I said that he could end up being the the best tight end in football but I I think I'm gonna have to eat my own words I think I was wrong uh he's ranked the seventh best tight end right now but I mean that's not what you expect out of Gronkowski really it's not um you could go down and get other tight ends who are ranked you know, 41st, like you know Eric Swoop and, or Ryan Griffin, and those guys are putting up uh, just as many points as he did this week, basically. And so, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say what I would do with Gronk. It's definitely, I'm just glad it's not my decision of what to do with him, but uh, I think a lot of people were expecting him to be like their pretty much number one wide receiver or number two wide receiver, kind of like what Kelsey is, and, and he's just not that... And and kind of like what Jimmy Graham is. And gronk just is not there. And uh, c- could he turn it around? Yeah, of course he could. But um, for as high as he got drafted, you would expect a lot more out of him. You'd expect him to be a number three, at least number three tight end in this league. So hope to see more out of him. Uh, let's see. I don't really have much to say about tight ends. Jared Cook had it down weak jared cook had a bad week and really maybe is it a bad week i don't even know is jared cook really as good as as what he shows or has shown in the last couple he's averaging 16 points a week i mean that's pretty big number for uh for tight ends and i just don't think i don't think that's where he belongs um but i am gonna ride him i'm gonna ride him every week until i until i'm proven otherwise um i'm gonna i'm gonna let this one slide he had six points um yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about with tight ends, so we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, some defenses. Uh, this week, I really do like the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against Dallas. Um, I like the Green Bay Packers going against San Francisco. Uh, obviously, the Bears' defense, they're, they're, uh, it doesn't matter who they play. Um, some defenses that I probably wouldn't play um, – I don't know if I'd play the, the Browns defense against the Chargers. I I just I think Phillip Rivers is is gonna turn it on. I think Phillip Rivers Philip Rivers is a gamer dude and he he's gonna he's gonna get it going. I it's tough to say. I mean defenses are so up and down. I the only one you can really count on is is the Bears. And at this point, I mean you, you go back and look at most of these weeks by any of these defenses who are ranked top ten in the league and they've all had bad weeks. So it's really tough to tell. Uh No big injuries for kickers or anything like that. So we are going to move on to some matchups and predictions. Okay, uh, matchups and predictions. First on the list, we have the Brew Crew at 4-1 versus the Ice school Brewskis at 2-3. And and I did want to mention before I get into this, I I didn't get into the power rankings yet. So uh, we'll do that right after this segment, but uh, we'll get to those. Um, and really, there's really not much to talk about in the power rankings. Not much, not much changed. A couple things changed, so we'll get into those. But right off the bat, Brew Crew versus Ice Cold Brewskis. Um, Ice Cold Brewskis could use a win this week. I, I mean, like I'll always say this. I'll say it every week, even when I'm projected to win big time. Uh, I, it's tough for me to talk about my team, but. Um. I mean, I think at most positions, I feel like I have the better team. The ice cold brewskis does. Obviously, getting Jarvis Landry on the squad definitely helps. Um, as far as that wide receiver two position goes, I think Jarvis Landry is obviously a lot better than Corey Davis. Uh, I think having, you know, if it, it really depends. Does LeSean McCoy play well or does he not? And if he doesn't, uh, this game could be a lot closer than what it shows. Uh, but otherwise, I think... Um, it shouldn't be much of a close matchup, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's tough to say. I'm going to go with the ice-cold brewskis uh, in this game over the— or, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with the brew crew over the ice-cold brewskis in this game um, just because, I mean, I, 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 I really don't have a reason. I just That's just what I feel. Um, next on the list, we have Kavanaugh's triangle over the guru, and this is a big game. Uh, A really big game for for both of these teams, really. Um, They both come in at 2-3. and They both are coming off of a loss. I mean, it's... I don't know. I want to say it should be a close matchup, but um, I just don't know. I mean, Kavanaugh's triangle right now, other than James Conner, I mean, they really don't have a playmaker on this team. You know, even with Jarvis Landry when they had him, he wasn't that good. And... Um, I mean, he helped, but it wasn't, it wasn't what they needed to carry this team. I mean, you need your guys, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, you need your guys like Gronkowski and Cook and those guys you drafted high, they need to start playing some ball, and they just haven't. So uh, he's got Deshaun Jackson coming off a of bye week. Uh, Geronimo Allison should be playing. You know, those two guys are definitely guys that could help this team out. Um, but I think at the moment I like Phillip Rivers. I like Keenan Allen. I like Sammy Watkins and Joku had a nice week last week. I mean, if he continues that, I, it's tough for me to, to go against those guys right now. Um, so I am going to have to go with the Guru on this one to move up to 500 to 3-3 three and, three, and Kavanaugh's triangle to go down to 2-4. and four. But I definitely think this should be a close matchup uh, for sure. Next on the list, we have In My Feelings at 3-2 versus Last Place Champs. Uh, at one and four, and this is you know th- it's about to get time for do or die here for last place champs. They need a win, um, bad. And if they can just get this win this week, um, you got Le'Veon Bell coming back, uh, you know. Ty Hilton coming back, you know. You just got you just got to get through this week. Um, I know Ty Hilton's listed as doubtful, but I think he should play. Um, I see they picked up Kyle Juice Kyle Juicecheck. I don't even know if I pronounced that right, but uh, they picked him up, moved him into that spot uh to fill in for Ingram's bye week. Um you got Evans coming back off a of bye week. This is a big game, but you're going up against a tough team. Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan's going against a weak Tampa Bay defense. Um he's got Saquon going tonight. I mean oh God, this is tough. I don't even know who I'd pick in this matchup. Um so I'm just gonna have to really flip a coin. And I and I I think with the back against the wall, I'm going to go with last place champs and just see if they can edge one out here and see if they can get through this this tough patch that they're, that they're going through right now uh, and move up to two and four. So I'm going to go with last place champs there on that game. Um, next on the list, we have the real real chug champs versus Mike go first to, la- first to worst. Um, look, I mean, Mike go first to worst's team got a good bit better... Uh, then I was bashing them this earlier this season. I mean, they 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 won now two games. Um, they're two and three, which is not that bad, especially for how te- how poorly that season started for them. But you know, they had guys come back that they were. Per- the Owner of Luther Lightcap was waiting on these guys. He was patient. He waited. They're coming back and they're they're making they're making a difference. Uh, Tom Brady finally has some weapons. I already said it. Julio Jones just needs to play a little bit better. Eric Ebron coming off a big week. I mean, this team is really not as bad as I made them out to be. Um, I, It's just tough to it's just tough for me to pick them going up against Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey, and Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, those three guys right there, I mean, they should put up so many points this week going against, uh, I think, good matchups. Um, so, it's tough for me to pick. Might go first or worse, but they definitely did get a lot better, and I Look, I I bashed them, they made some moves, they made a change, they got rid of that shithead Royce Freeman and gave him to this team that he's playing against, and now he has uh Demarius Thomas. But look, I think I think we're gonna have to go with the real Chug Champs here. They're gonna go four and two, they're gonna move up, and might go first to worse is probably gonna be two and four and, and look, that doesn't mean they're out of it. That doesn't mean I think this team's bad. I just think they're going up against a better team this week. Uh, but I, I do think this team has gotten a lot better uh, than they were. Um, next on the list, we have 38.5 at 1-4 and four versus All Dogs Go to Get Cucked. Um, this one's pretty easy, I think. Every single week, All Dogs goes to Get Cucked has shitty projections as far as ESPN is concerned, and yet they come out with a win, and they blow out their projections and Jimmy Graham does a lot better than he should and Travis Kelsey does a lot better than he should and I just think that this team is so underrated in ESPN's mind um that it's it doesn't make any sense to me he's going with Baker Mayfield this week he doesn't have Michael Thomas which definitely makes this a much closer matchup than it probably should be um but I am oh man uh, let's see. I'm I'm gonna go with all dogs go to get cucked. I just think that they I don't see why they lose. They have all the pieces. I think this team's just better a better all around team. Um, James White has been killing it lately. And look, I yeah I don't have anything else to say about this matchup other than that. Really, what it comes down to too is is uh, does Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger do they continue to connect? And if they do, this this matchup could be a lot closer. But I've picked 38.5 multiple times now, and they haven't done it for me, so I'm going to go with all dogs go to get cut. uh, A team that has continuously won um, and is, you know, arguably one of the best teams in this league at the moment. So, uh, moving on, Kamara Sutra versus Once Upon a Time. Kamara Sutra coming in at three and two versus Once Upon a Time coming in at three and two. This is a big matchup. Probably should be the matchup of the week, um, but it is not. I am going with another game for that, which I think we all know the answer to. Uh, but I like this game a lot, um, this matchup a lot. Um, Mitch Trubisky coming back off of off of his bye week, uh, and right before that bye week, he did throw for forty three and a half fantasy points for six touchdowns. I mean, I don't <laughs> look. He's not going to throw for six touchdowns this week, especially uh, you know coming off the bye week, but. If he can do any, if he can do half of that, this game's gonna be this game's gonna be close. And Kamara Sutra obviously has a very good team, but they are missing um, Alvin Kamara this week. Uh, Cooper Cup is a little banged up. Not sure what what his process, is, what his how he's coming through the concussion protocol. Uh, but I mean, those guys are are definitely big parts of this team. And it looks like Cooper Cup's gonna play, but you know what? You know, what's his production going to be? I don't know. So I actually am going to go with Once Upon a Time I'm here to go to 4-2, and, and Kamara Sutra falls to 3-3, and three. Um, only because I, I think that not having Kamara this week definitely helps Once Upon a Time. Okay, and then the matchup of the week, we have Daddy's Home, who's 3-2, and two, versus the Baby Forearm, uh, who's 2-3. and three. And the reason I made this matchup of the week is because I feel like uh, this is this is a big time game for the baby forearm, and this is a big time game for Daddy's home. And the reason I say it's a big time game for Daddy's home is because this could separate them. I mean, this could finally this will be his fourth win in a row. Um, and if if they do win it, I mean, they're they're up four and two, one of the top teams in this league. You know, after a two and zero start or an zero and two start, uh, a win right here would would put some separation, and that's big time. And um, the baby forearm, the exact opposite. I mean, if they lose here. It causes that separation, which is also big time uh, in the wrong way. Um, so, you really are looking for uh, a win here from both of these teams. Jared Goff, like I said before, I mean he's he could be missing a couple of pieces or or maybe not, but um, I'm sure both Cook and uh, Cup are going to play. But like I said before, I don't know what their what their value is um, if they are still battling that concussion. Um, Latavius Murray has just been really nothing in my eyes. As far as the run game goes in Minnesota, it's been pretty much irrelevant. Um, so I'm not counting on him to get any points as much as he should. Uh, really what it's going to come down to is do these wide receivers for the baby forum, do they do they produce? I mean, you have Doug Baldwin. Uh, he came off of a terrible game against the Rams. He scored one point. He had one catch for one yard. You have A.J. Green, who, who's coming off a nice week, but no touchdown. Uh, but he had six receptions for 112 yards. He's going against Pittsburgh's week secondary. And then you have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who had, a, who had a very good week. Uh, nine receptions, 151 yards. He had 22 fantasy points. I mean, if both A.J. Green and, and uh, Hopkins score touchdowns, this week's matchup is very close against Daddy's Home. Um, but Daddy's Home has Odell Beckham going tonight, who I said I think is going to have a big game. Um, Patrick Mahomes, who always has a big game, and Kareem Hunt, who is going up against New England's defense. And to be honest, I, I'm not very high on New England's run defense. Um, and Kareem Hunt's coming off three games now, three consecutive games with a touchdown. Um, in week three, he scored two. Week four, he scored one. and week five, he scored one. And he's coming off three very good weeks of, of fantasy. So I don't see that slowing down. I am going to go with, the, with Daddy's home this week um, to win this matchup. But uh, I hope it's a close matchup. As for for the baby forearm's sake, I just don't see it being that close. Um, really, because I don't know. I I can't trust these these running backs for the baby forearm, and we've been talking about that all season. And uh, at the moment, they haven't. There's nothing that's been done about it. Um, you know, we'll see. But I'm gonna go with Daddy's home here. That wraps up our matchups and predictions. We're going to go ahead and hop into the power rankings. I know we did this a little backwards today, but uh, we're going to move into the power rankings now. Alright, well, the power rankings were relatively easy uh, this week. Um, the top five people all stayed the same. They all won, and I have no reason to move them. So the top five goes the Brew Crew, All Dogs, Kamara Sutra, In My Feelings, Real Chug Champs, and then... At number six, we have Daddy's Home, who moved up from the number nine spot last week. Uh, they came off of a nice win, and um, like I said before, I mean, they're on a 3-0 win streak now, and this team is, you know, coming into its own. They have uh, the baby forearm this week, who I projected Daddy's Home to win, and that'll put them at 4-2, and two, and I like them right now at the number six spot. They do look like a playoff team, They look like they belong, and um, so really, you know, coming out of nowhere in the last three weeks, this team has really shown up. So uh, they're sitting at number six. Um, Right now, we have Once Upon a Time at number seven. Um, They moved down because they lost, but they lost to a good team, Um, but that that probably was a game that I felt they probably should have won, and let me see here. I forget who they played last week, or I'm drawing a blank on it. They played in my feelings. I... I don't know if I thought they should have won, but they, they had a good week. 125 points is, is no nothing to be ashamed of. But uh, when you lose you, you, and other teams are winning, I mean, you're going to drop, but they, they don't drop much. So we'll, we'll leave them right there. Last week they were number six, and so this week we're moving them down to seven. Uh, moving down to number eight, and this was they were number seven last week, the Ice Cold Brewskis. They had a terrible, terrible week. One of the worst weeks I've seen ever from owner Ben Knox. And um, I know he's probably really upset about that week, uh, looking for a bounce back week, um, going up against the brew crew this week. i I said, I don't know who's going to win. I don't I, I, It's hard for me to make those predictions on my own team, but um, I think what they're really most looking forward to is trying to increase that point production um, and just get back into the season. Where, I mean they, they they have not had a very good season to owner Ben Knox's standards of past. Lately, so uh, they're sitting at number eight. Number nine on the list, we have the Guru. He was number nine last week. Uh, they lost, but um, I, I felt like they had a decent week. You know, they still scored. Well, actually, no, they had a terrible week. They had 97 points. Uh, I forgot. They went up against me, um, the Baruch crew. Uh Yeah, I but maybe should have moved them down. I, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, there are the, te- the teams that I have below the guru. Um, I would say the next two are probably very comparable to the guru's team, but uh, I-, I think sitting at nine is pretty good for right now. Last place champs—they didn't move either; they stay at ten. The reason for that is because um, uh, Mark Ingram is actually, you know, you know, he's going to be playing some ball. He's going, he's going to be good. Uh, they got Le'Veon Bell coming back. And I think 10 might be too low than where this team ends up with those two guys coming back. So if they can sneak a win this week, I think this team's going to start skyrocketing here soon. Um, should have a good season to to end this thing. And um, I don't know if 10 is is low or is 10 isn't even high enough. They should be probably up even a little bit higher. Uh, but we're going to hold off on that and wait. Number 11 on the list. They moved up from last place. Might go first to worst. Um, look, this team this team won two in a row, and uh, they don't belong to be they don't deserve to be in last anymore in the power rankings. Um, owner Luther Lightcap has made a couple of moves that I like, and um, a couple guys coming off of injuries, a couple guys coming off suspensions and it really made a difference for this team. so and, and Eric Ebron's actually turning out to be actually a valuable tight end. Uh, we'll see how that continues, but for now he's going to be sitting at the 11 spot. Uh, number twelve on the list, they moved down uh, from the 11 spot last week, Harrisburg Cougars. And the reason they moved down is because they lost. Um, owner Mike Garraway started a guy who didn't even play, you know, that just, that's just embarrassing. That's just embarrassing. You, I mean, you got to know when your guys are playing and when they're not, and when they're not playing, they shouldn't be in your starting lineup. Um, so terrible, terrible ownership from that standpoint, made a trade this week. Um, it looks like he might have James Conner on his last week, and after that, James Conner's production is up in the air. I don't really know where this team's going to go from here, um, but I, I don't know if it is going to be going up if James Conner doesn't play. The only, way, the only way it goes up, in my opinion, is if Gronk starts to play, and if Dalvin Cook starts to play, I mean, those two guys, they, you have, you are relying on those two guys to get points. And when they don't, your team is struggling. And um, James Conner is not going to be the, the bell cow on this team anymore. I mean, he's got one of the best running backs in football coming back to his team. And, and look, I like James Conner. I want him to play, but I just don't see it happening. And so uh, I, me personally, I probably would have tried to dish James Conner this week but and and give them to probably last place champs with somebody who needs a running back this week and he has Le'Veon Bell on his team um, but that was not the case and we are moving forward from it and owner Mike Garraway is going to have to make some decisions next week so we'll see uh, but they're sitting at 12 right now number 13 on the list they moved down one the baby forearm um I don't really don't have much to say their running backs are terrible and they 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 have three good wide receivers uh, who probably should be doing it a little bit better than what they're doing, but they're still playing well. Uh, they have no running game. They have no running backs on this team. Latavius Murray sucks, and and the rest of their team, as far as running backs go, is, is bad. Carryon Johnson's the only guy they have, and and to be honest, I like Carryon Johnson a lot, and the, uh, Detroit uses him the way they need to use him, But he is not the kind of guy that's going to carry your team to to a lot of victories. And so, um, I I mean we're like I said, we're halfway through this season almost, and. This team, if they want to be in the playoffs and if they make the playoffs, want to be relevant there, then they need to get a running back on this team uh, quickly uh, because people are starting to stack up, and it's, it's we're getting there. It's going to come quick. Playoffs will be here before you know it. Um, so I'm going to leave this team at 12 for right now, or at 13. And then uh, last on the list, uh, we have 38.5. And, you know, I mean, they're 1-4. They really rely on the Antonio Brown connection with Ben Roethlisberger. Um I don't know. They had a decent week, 110 points. It's nothing to be proud of, but it's not anything to be upset about. Uh, I mean, I, this team probably shouldn't be last, but when your starting running backs are Carlos Hyde and Austin Eckler, I mean, it's not, not very helpful. Lamar Miller has been pretty much irrelevant all year. Even when he does play, I just don't think that he is that good. So um, they are sitting in the last right now, and that pretty much wraps up my prediction. So it goes: Brew Crew, All Dogs, Kamara Sutra, In My Feelings, Real Chug Champs, Daddy's Home, Whence Upon a Time, Ice Cold Brewskies, The Guru, Last Place Champs, Might Go First to Worst, uh, Kavanaugh's Triangle, The Baby Forearm, and Thirty Eight Point Five. Um, so that wraps up uh, the power the power rankings all right that wraps up uh episode seven of Miked up with mike i hope you guys enjoyed it um good luck to everybody this week i know i know i don't have any interviews this week um, but we should be getting some here soon we're working on it Uh, but again i hope you guys enjoyed this episode good luck to everybody and uh, i think it should be a good week of fantasy